everyone. I'm here with uh, Megan Ziegler, and she is a longtime uh, CSFer, actually back when we were Impact. Um, Megan, go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit and uh, tell us uh, how you got involved in CSF and and uh, just a little bit about what you've been up to. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. So hi, everyone. As Andrew said, I'm Megan. Um, so I got involved in CSF my second semester of my freshman year. Um, just kind of heard about it through my sister, who also went to IDPY, who had a few friends that knew about CSF. And she said at the time, Impact, she said, hey, you should try it out. So um, signed up for a life group. Um, and that's how I really kind of got introduced to um, CSF. And the cool thing about Life Group is I had a really, really busy schedule in college. Um, so there was a lovely 8 a.m. Life Group, I think on Monday or Tuesday mornings, nice and early beginning of the week, um, fit perfectly in my schedule. And really during that Life Group, met Andrew, met a lot of other people in the community and kind of just felt like I had found a really good, solid Christian community um, at IEPY and kind of was involved all the way through like graduating. And I graduated in 2020, um, so about a year ago. That's a little bit about me and how I found CSF. Awesome. So I kind of know this, and you were, of course, in that 8 a.m. life group. And a lot of what, well, and I don't know if you know this, but when I was just volunteering, I wasn't full time yet with CSF. Um, it was the only time available in my schedule to do a life group was at 8 a.m. So I'd drive all the way into uh, downtown Indy and, and then do the group and then head back for staff meeting at church. and. Uh, having you and some of those early members of that group was just such an encouragement to me. I think at one time that group grew to be like 17 students. And I think that's how we started our first three groups that kind of came out of that group, uh, which was fantastic. But hey, tell us what you've been doing since you uh, graduated from IEPY last year. Okay. Well, yeah, so graduated last year, so obviously in the middle of the pandemic, so staying at home a lot, uh, but I was really uh, honestly blessed. Um, I was able to um, receive a job offer, um, so I work at White River State Park, um, so it's an urban state park, honestly, right next to IEPY, if you ever need a little break after classes, if you're still in school or anything like that, it's a beautiful place to walk around, so I will work there as their marketing and event coordinator. So I handle all things marketing. So everything from website management, social media, graphic design, that's definitely a stretch. Um, and then I do a lot of event planning. So I do um, with like different organizations that come in, I get to help uh, work with them in events and then also our internal events. So it's summer here at the park. So I am in the thick of our farmer's market series. So working with local farms and small businesses, especially after a really difficult year last year and really get to connect them um, with members of the community. So that has been a lot of fun. I help with volunteer days. Um, so the thing about working at a park, you basically do everything. One day I may be in a meeting talking about web design and literally the next day I'm probably out picking up trash. It's kind of the whole gamut and I love it. Um, no two days are the thing. And I've actually had the really cool opportunity to work with Andrew and CSF on some of the outdoor nights of worship. Um, so that's been a really cool opportunity. And that was so fun. You had told me you got, had gotten that job and then when we had made plans to meet at military park last year we couldn't meet on campus uh, and I saw your name on the contact list I was like oh my goodness I guarantee you that this is our Megan and it was just such a blessing and, and it made you know when you're doing something new you know it always helps to have something familiar someone familiar something familiar that makes you feel at home and you definitely did that for us and and actually we're going to do another event at the park uh, this coming August on August 23rd. So really excited about that and to be able to do that again. And um, 
So what would you say um, out of all the, I mean, you, how many life group lessons and nights of worship did you attend uh, in your four years at IUPUI? Um, and it was always a blessing to have you in those groups and you weren't shy about sharing um, your faith um, during those groups. And, and I love seeing you on campus and nights of worship, but what would you say is the most um, impactful lesson that being a part of CSF has taught you? Oh my goodness. So that's a loaded question. So I was kind of thinking about that and praying a little bit. What is that? And honestly, I can't begin to name all of them, but I think the one that stuck out to me and honestly has kind of become a really big staple in my life is I believe we were going through the life of Daniel. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but anyway, we we're going through a life of Daniel and there's a lesson um, that was talking about, you know, Daniel, he's living in Babylon, living in, you know, basically captivity, surrounded by all kinds of different things. And there's this continual theme throughout the message is he would fix his eyes on Christ um, and that he would set his gaze and his focus on Christ um, every day. Um, and I thought that was really impactful. Like he would fix his eyes on Christ because that, because that is your hope. That is your salvation. That is your ultimate reward and destination. And just that really encouraged me and it's really stuck with me today um, that every day as I continue to get up, I think it's important like to be intentionally, not like physically gaze, but like your heart's gaze, your mental gaze on, on today's another day that's going to go by on how am I intentionally going to live it and how, what am I going to focus on that's important. And when you do that, I found um, my outlook changes, my perspective changes, and I'm continuing to remind of what's important, especially in the past year of navigating post-grad life during a global pandemic, you know, right. dealing with other things as well, um, uh, as you can imagine. Wow. You know, it's funny, you're not the only person, there's been many people that have mentioned that Daniel series we did, we called it Believing in Babylon. Uh, Ethan actually just brought something up about it just the other day about there was a certain lesson that him and Christina Palin just really, uh, to this day, still talk about it. As there's something powerful about that. And, and one, one semester, we tried to do something that wasn't biblically, it was biblically based, but it wasn't straight from the Bible. And we had about a lot of complaints. Uh, hey, let's just get back into the Bible. And I was like, well, I would actually prefer that. So um, that's been something that we've valued. And I, I hope that we continue to do that as an organization is to get back. We're going to do Second Corinthians in the fall. So we just go straight through the Bible and, and let God speak. And I know um, that was one of the things that was really kind of neat when I first met you. And because we have so many different denominations represented in CSF and we call ourselves Christians. First and foremost, I know you kind of came from a, a Baptist background, if I'm not mistaken. And, and so it was really neat to see um, just the, the beauty of CSF and how diverse we are in a lot of ways and staying true to the scriptures. So that was really, really great. I'm excited you brought that up. That makes me feel good. Um, so um, what about in your life today? Uh, you thinking about the White River State Park? You thinking about your faith? Um, of course, you, you work for the state of Indiana, I would imagine. So there are limitations on what you can do as, as far as sharing your faith. I know uh, with us, you don't have to worry about that. I can give you a free T-shirt and we can talk about Jesus, uh, which we, we have done when we've done those events. Um, but what would you say? Uh, just maybe your mentality or your opportunities, um, interacting with coworkers. How does how has that kind of shaped and worked in your life? 
Definitely. I think that's a really good question. And honestly, the past year, um, so just for instance, to talk about the work example, I will say, um, obviously, um, so working for a park in the state, we worked from home, I think only for about two months. And then we just went back into the office. It just wasn't feasible to work from home, you know, and do our job really not in the office. So I would say for quite a few months there, my coworkers, besides my family members, were really the only person I had, like people, I, I really had like in-person, you know, interactions with. And that was really interesting to me too, because it's not just me, it was also them, you know, they're interacting with me day in and day out. Um, and we work in a pretty small office. So you get to know people really well, working in a park, you work unusual hours. You could be up at 5am with someone, you could be out the park till midnight, unfortunately, on some nights with people as well. And I think that's when honestly, like, to use like the colloquialism, like people's true values and colors show through. Um, so one of my goals in that too is, during those difficult times, I mean, during those times when I think, you know, you're not necessarily professional, but like letting your real self show. And when those conversations come up, I think being really honest and genuine about what you believe and, and because of what you believe that determines your actions. I think for me, it's, it's not being like, oh, I don't do this because I'm a Christian. It's like, no, I believe this full heartedly and I want to be above reproach. I want to do things in a way that honors and glorifies God and being genuine in that. And I think that starts with being genuine in your care for other people um, and showing people Christ-like love, caring, being open in conversations, opening your schedule up for people convenient I think is another big thing being willing to work the extra shift whatever it may be to really show them that love to realize that yes I say I'm a Christian but it is manifest in so many areas of my life obviously imperfectly uh it's really huge especially like I said when you're spending day in and day out with other people um I would say something that's been really huge for me and sharing my faith in the middle of you know the world we're living in So cool. Um, cause honestly, you're going to get an audience with us, those coworkers. And we were just talking about some of the interactions we've had with some of those coworkers as we've loaded in and loaded out. And, um, it's just so, so cool. Cause I, I just, we don't have that influence and God has placed you in that moment with that influence, just like he did with Daniel, you know? And, uh, so that's exciting. And I think too many times we think of evangelism or shining, uh, having influence as being immediate. And in most contexts, it takes time to gain influence and you show your character day in and day out. And then God will present those opportunities as they come along. And it's just so important for us to re remember that and keep that in mind, especially during the pandemic, you know, when, yeah, you're right. You know, thinking about we're limited with who we can see and, and all that. So that was very, very, very good. Thank you. Um, so we, we, we were praying last semester, last year, we were hoping we'd have at least one freshman and we've had more than one, which has been a blessing and military parks actually uh, been a huge part of that uh, meeting new freshmen and getting them plugged in and we're praying that we can have some freshmen this year too, since all the orientation is going to be virtual again and we're kind of nervous, but if you could think about incoming freshmen and give them some advice, um, what would you, uh, what advice would you give them? Oh my goodness. I was thinking about this earlier too. Um, and I think what I would say, honestly, and it's pretty, it's pretty simple. I would say, um, try different areas of service. You know, you're probably not going to find necessarily your perfect fit on the first time, but try different areas of service. 
and then commit yourself. Maybe it's for an hour a week. Maybe it's for an hour every other week, but be consistent in your commitment to service. And I think for me, that was one of the biggest blessings um, during my time in college is that, and I get it, I was also extremely busy. So maybe it's just an hour, but finding an organization where you can serve, where you can love God's people and give back. I think not only Honestly, I think it was a bigger blessing for me um, just to be able to, I would literally come in to volunteer sometimes having like four exams and being stressed and having to write a paper and just realizing that honestly, it was the hugest blessing for me because I was honestly just able to like love God's people and show them love and what I was able to do. And I think that was so huge. And I honestly think made the biggest difference. And then also going back to what we talked about earlier, like it helps you set your gaze and your focus on what's important when you're physically making yourself do something besides focusing on yourself. Because I think college can be a really good time of development. It's amazing. You learn so much, but I think it can also sometimes be really internally focused about, you know, continue to build and progress yourself, which is amazing. And getting an education is an amazing experience. Totally worth it. Not advocating against that by any means. But I also think it's really important to to turn the table around and realize that, yes, we're improving ourselves so we can better serve. Um, and I, so I'd say get involved and volunteer and serve, to put it simply. Yeah, and uh, you were so good about that. And uh, you and you were almost like our second VP of service when Emily Sampson was the VP of service because you guys were going to the same events and you and her and her sister Megan, um, you know, getting involved with the, the, the human trafficking organization we were involved in. And then uh, in your senior year, I didn't even know that you'd been going to Kids Inc. every week and volunteering. Um, we had made that connection early on, you know, going to their teen night, but you and Mike Smith uh, had, were just on your own. Um, this shows the character of that, that class of 2020 that we had that just, you guys would just serve just because it was the right thing to do. And you knew it was important and you knew God wanted you to. And, um, yeah, I think that's huge. And um, that, that was one of the things, too, that has stood out to me in just interacting with you since graduation was the, the homeless population that's the White River State Park. And one of the times we showed up, you know, where we were at the in the park was kind of a mess and you guys were like having to clean. And um, I was thinking this this woman is just serving the city. You know, I know it's your job, but you know, doing that with a cheerful heart. I'm not sure there's a whole lot of people that could have done that. So that was really, really neat. Um, well, I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. And it's like I said, it's just, it's hopefully just God working through me and oh. hopefully like just my way that I can show them though they're experiencing homelessness, that there's still people and they're still, you know, deserving of love. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, last, last question is just like this, um, Thinking about our grad, we just had 16 more graduates. We had 29 last year. We have 16 that just graduated. They're heading off into their career. Um, I, I love what you shared about the freshmen getting involved and serving and doing something that's beyond just something for you. Um, make a difference. Uh, what about thinking about those these graduating seniors? What would you say to these? We, we did have some Kelly grads, uh, computer science, uh, Peyton Mathis graduated. You probably remember Peyton. Uh, what would you say to these, these graduates? For sure. Well, first of all, congrats, a special congrats to all my fellow Kelly alumni. No, just kidding. Congrats to everyone. Um, but I would say, um, and this is something I think being a year out of graduating, I am still learning myself. Um, I wish I could tell you I'd arrived, but it is a work in progress. And that would be 
Um, I think when you graduate, I think sometimes you can feel all this pressure to be, oh my goodness, I am an adult. I need to begin my career and begin climbing the corporate ladder. And then like, you know, whatever God has for you, but like, you know, buy a house, start a family, you know, whatever you just start thinking of all of these things and everything starts snowballing. At least it did for me. I'm just like, oh my goodness. Um, and I would say um, to take a second, appreciate everything you've done um, and then continue um, to be faithful in where you are in life, to focus on the present, um, to focus on your current situation and focus on glorifying God in that situation and loving others in that situation and focusing on the present and then when the next step comes um, to give yourself all of that. Um, so just give your all, yeah, give everything in the moment we're living in now and knowing that God will take care of the future um, to realize that those promotions and those advancements and whatever is coming all will come in God's time and when we continue to be faithful and consistent in the stage of life he's put us on right now. That's so good. I, it, it almost immediately forces you, like when you graduate, you have like all these ideas, especially with Kelly, they're like, you know, teaching you how to, to be great and to be successful and uh, what that looks like. And it's just been so cool to see you guys go out and like even hearing Nathan and Ryan that shared last time we had an interview like this and how they said, you know, some of the, the shocks that have come with them with working in finance. And it's just been neat to see that, you know, it doesn't always materialize. Well, life never materializes like we want it to. It always seems to move slower than we want it to. And then we want, we want it to slow down. It moves too quickly. <laughs> and so I just, I'm just really thankful for what you said, because I think we've got to redefine what it looks like to be successful in the eyes of God and know that he is very pleased when we approach anything with integrity, uh, any position, uh, that we're in. And so that's just so good. Um, well, I just want to thank you so much for uh, sharing. Um, it, it's been neat to get to know your sister, who's also in Kelly, uh, and um, now your brother is at IUPUI as well. I mean, the Zieglers are just running strong at IUPUI and, and uh, making making your family proud. And um, yeah, so it's just been a blessing to getting to know you and, and having you a part of CSF and I'm looking forward to continuing to run into you, whether that's at weddings, like we saw each other last uh, year or uh, at the park working with you. And it's just been so, so nice. Just to, it makes me feel, feel like we belong in Indianapolis um, for the long term. And it's so fun uh, to live this life with our alumni. And um, anyway, we just look forward to what God has in the future. So thank you so much for being willing to answer these questions. Thank you, Andrew. All right. Megan, have a good night. Thank you.